Welcome to the Citizens NYC Couples and Conversations podcast. This month, we are honoring Rena Valentine as a part of our new innovative fundraising initiative, the New Yorkers for New York campaign, a storytelling series designed to honor five extraordinary women from NYC, as well as our network of grantee partners who have committed to rolling up their sleeves to help the city recover from the pandemic. In this episode, we're sitting down with Rena Valentine and Michael Max Nabe. Rena is a native New Yorker of Puerto Rican descent and a television host focused on uplifting human-centered stories in New York City. Born in East Harlem, Rena is widely known for her work since 2006 as the host of BronxNet's Open Friday. Rena likes to say Michael Max helped to discover her. He currently serves as the executive director of BronxNet TV and is a leader in the effort to enhance public access to 21st century technology and media. Cheers to good conversation. Rena. You know, you truly bring life, whether it's a virtual studio or our um, state-of-the-art studios on location, you bring life to the studios in so many ways. And my question is, what is it like being a mompreneur in a place like New York City? Truth is, it's been quite the juggling act. <laughs> I always consider us to be uh, masterful in multitasking as a uh, women, especially women of business. I, I mean, I am a, a small business owner as well. I have my own company, La Reina del Barrio Inc. Uh, my daughter was practically raised in the studio, as you know, Michael. I mean, at three months, she was already coming to the studio. And the dynamic is that she's being raised in this artistic environment. And uh, she attends a progressive school in which I am part of that community. It's a very community-oriented style of school. And while my responsibilities have doubled up, uh, such as you know, having a co-worker in the space, in the immediate space that really needs to have lunch at her lunch hour and things of that nature. It, it was quite the, the challenging act of just acclimating because aside from these physical gestures that I'm referring to and having to cook and having to deal with, you know, my, she's 11 years young now, coming in and out and questing things and needing me to assist her with her work. There's the mental aspect of it. And so I will say the upside, having this intimate time shared together on a daily basis without it being a vacation has allowed for me to really get to the root of who she's becoming. This particular uh, situation has really taken a toll, I believe, on all our children's mental health. And my daughter is quite the optimist, uh, which I'm very proud to say. <laughs> but, you know, she graduated virtually. We did the best that we could to make it something really memorable for her. I mean, it was a beautiful ceremony virtually, but it was still virtual. You know, she didn't get to walk down an aisle with her a cap and gown. And so with that said, I want to say that managing my business, which is La Reina del Barrio Inc., working for uh, Bronxnet as this on-air personality slash production consultant as well, because I work very closely with my producer, and then trying to manage incoming projects because I was a production consultant for a lot of uh, uh, other institutions as well. It's been quite validating in abilities because I, I 
tipped the scale last year a little bit, meaning I took on a little more than I could chew. But because my daughter is ever so present and my entire schedule revolves around her, it was really fascinating to get to this place of coming from her perspective. This time around, it really was about us having shared experiences versus only what's being shared. Um, so I got to know her better, you know, and this was a, a very pivotal time for her as a young lady. And I'm glad that I was able to be with her so closely. And we continue to have a close relationship, but the juggling was really, it was real <laughs> and it's still real, <laughs> but yeah, no. we make do. And, and, and the gift that we have, I, I, I'm going to close with this. The gift that we have is that we do live across the street from Central Park. So we have like an amazing backyard in which we're, we use as our safe haven to just get out and get air um, amid the you know, social distancing. And we have team members like Rena with ears to the ground because, you know, it's families and, and, and children and our neighbors that are really struggling with similar challenges and issues, problems. And, you know, that's what we like to do at BronxNet is to kind of understand what people are experiencing on the ground and where can we help. So not every child uh, has uh, uh, access to enough devices in the home through this pandemic with online learning, let's say, and even hybrid learning. Not every home has enough bandwidth for online learning. And um, that's why we early on started working with Bronx educators and administrators, and we started providing media workshops for Bronx teachers so that uh, Bronx teachers could produce uh, lessons for Bronx students that we broadcast every day, twice a day via the Bronx Edulution. And through our collective crisis, and even before uh, this pandemic, the Bronx was struggling with health issues and uh, with devastating health statistics, with uh, comorbidities with COVID-19, but also with heart disease, uh, asthma, obesity, diabetes. Uh, the Bronx is considered the least healthy county in the state and one of the least healthy in the nation. And we've got to do something about that. So BronxNet uh, produces... Uh, uh, health programming in partnership with uh, great organizations like Montefiore Health Systems, Your Health Matters on BronxNet, and we're providing up-to-date health information and, uh, as well as even fitness uh, programming uh, for Bronxites. Because, you know, I, I guess early on, you know, part of why I got into public service and realized that I want to, you know, be a part of the community in a deeper way to help affect positive transformation where I can uh, with strategic partnerships and more uh, was because I just recognized um, the power that the community has and, and you know to, to step up and to you know to look out for each other help each other when it comes to health and wellness when it you know even our creative community which is struggling now I mean we've got to help uh, our, our artists and arts organizations connect to audiences and the creative economy and we're doing that at BronxNet in partnership with organizations like Casita Maria and Teatro Pergones and Osto Center and um, the Bronx Arts Factory where you can get interactive uh, art lessons on BronxNet with Bronx artists, you know, and, and so many more. Uh, and it's also helping people know what's going on in terms of elections, whether it be early voting, ranked choice voting, whether it be 
uh, universal voting by mail and knowing where the candidates stand on the issues and you know who your candidates are. Voter literacy has been a big part of what BronxNet does even before this pandemic, but now more than ever, the debates and candidate interviews that we're providing as well as the public service announcements about all of uh, the, you know, these um, things that people need to know to be civically engaged, you know, that's a huge commitment. And uh, RENA is a, a big part of that as well when it comes to mental health and wellness and the arts and culture. Uh, we have a terrific team that is focused and you know, pays attention on what the community um, is asking for and where we can help. Um, and I think that's what it's about uh, in, in this you know, beautiful place in New York City that we call the Bronx. You know, I identify as being by borough. And so I wanted to share based on everything you just said, which is fabulous, yeah. that uh, I've been inspired by by BronxNet's mission uh, through my company, La Reina del Barrio Inc., in working over here in East Harlem, which basically is just a bridge that uh, divides, right? But we are pretty much the same culture. And, and in acknowledging institutions, I also want to mention that based on having knowledge and the experience and the ability to craft uh, uniquely because I represent media in different forms. I work with institutions such as Union Settlement Business Development Center, like when I produced uh, Bumblebee Buzz and Cable Connections and the Metropolitan Portal of Performing the Bronx. And now I have this new character named Tatiana, the small business tour guide, in which I'm showcasing small businesses through media, uh, through this whimsical storytelling that's magical realism. And it's aired on, on both BronxNet and Manhattan Neighborhood Networks through this bi-local East Harlem initiative program. And really, it's there to serve as a means of reminding people that we have our small mom and pop shops that need our love. You know, we've kind of all converted to this online shopping society and they need our love. They need our support. And so that's been one aspect of my service in also committing to the community, as you mentioned, you have, which is like everything I do, it, it always comes with the intention of like, okay, how can I serve to help in assisting, amplifying this voice so that people are aware that this is what's going on. You know, we have the community refrigerators, the food bank was offering free tax services. I mean, that was done through BronxNet, through Open, uh, which is, you know, the show I've been on for 15 years now. I've also served as a, a meditation facilitator. That's been through my Instagram uh, live channel. I mean, I've been using various platforms to just serve our community in times of crisis, which, uh, you know, I want to say we're on the other side <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely resilience and fortitude. And you know, I, I think having team members like Rena and also, you know, mentors like an American hero, Ross, Dr. Roscoe C. Brown, who was one of our founding board members at BronxNet, who uh, shot down uh, one of the first Nazi jet fighters during World War II. And he's a Tuskegee Airman. Uh, he was an uh, educator and uh, former president of Bronx Community College and so tremendous in so many ways and helping really, I think, the place he loved, the Bronx. And you know, other uh, folks like John Kalazi, who, who also recognized that the Bronx needed a voice and founded the Bronx Times Reporter 
and uh, he's been a long time board member at BronxNet and Madaha Kinsey Lamb, who is uh, the founder of Mind Builders Creative Art Center, a partner of BronxNet through the pandemic. We trained Mind Builders parents in media uh, production so that they could document their students performing. And even though they couldn't be in the same space, the Springs recital uh, happened and it happens on BronxNet. It happens through these workshops and more. And, you know, Rena, I, you, you know, I know that our former students talk about you as a role model. And um, there's you know, many people that look up to you and what you just talked about, small business, that's right. You know, small business was struggling before this pandemic. You know, we got to help these mom and pop shops and in partnership with um, the New York City Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, in partnership with the Bronx Chamber of Commerce, we're helping to spotlight small business and more uh, sharing best practices for small business. Uh, Rena's alter ego or, you know, character that's taking on these tours of small businesses and presenting them in this, you know, kind of very creative way. You know, it's exciting, you know, and we got to look at small business in a new way. And, you know, we got to understand that this is part of the identity of our city. This is the part of the identity of uh, the place we live. And it's the, you know, it's the fabric, it's the idea, it's this aspirational idea about New York City, whether it's the arts, whether it's personal health and wellness and looking out for each other and our families, whether it's small business and, and you know, helping to provide services for our community and, and, and public service. I mean, we at BronxNet look to present opportunities and that's for our students, that's for our families, and that's from the Bronx to the world. Rena, what is a quote that you live by? To always find similarities in our differences. That is what I move by. That is what allows me to just really marinate in all the different palettes New York has to offer. It's the mosaic of every single flavor you can imagine, which I like to reference as, uh, you know, the slow cooking dish sancocho, which is pretty much uh, a little bit of everything you could find to make uh, the spicy, delicious soup. Is what uh, we refer to as a sancocho. <laughs> and with that, I continue moving forward in just everything that we have to offer um, as a borough, as the borough of the Bronx, and repping uptown and El Barrio, and, uh, and New York City as a whole, because we have our own personality, and the personality really comes from its diversity. Yeah. This week, I'm going to be shooting um, at our pilot South Bronx location, BronxNet at the Hub, uh, with uh, two pioneers of hip-hop, Grandmaster Melly Mel and Grandmaster Kaz, and we're going to have DJ Flawless. So look out for that. As, you know, that's just another amazing performance that we're going to uh, be sharing on BronxNet. Um, and uh, you know, look out for more performances for some of the great uh, organizations like Teatro Bragones, Osto Center, Casita Maria, and more. And you know, how do you find out about these artists? How do you find about uh, about these performances, whether virtual or when it's time, uh, you know, kind of in some sort of hybrid uh, in-person performance event? Well, it's on open with your Cafe Con Leche in the morning, Rina Valentin, a creative New Yorker for New York. And Rina, it's always amazing speaking with you on this beautiful spring day in our city. I'm here in the Bronx. You're in East Harlem and you are like a bridge. You are like connecting our city. And that's what I appreciate with, with, about you as well, is that um, you definitely uh, know uh, different aspects of the city and what makes us 
different, what makes us unique, where we have uh, common ideas and interests. And, and you are like one of the great connectors in the city of New York. So I'm so happy to be speaking with you in this conversation. Appreciate you taking the time, Michael Max Navi. I know you're very busy opening up our new studios, and I'm looking forward to <laughs> heading into our new uh, locations. And so I really want to acknowledge you for taking the time to share our story or our history uh, with the, the listeners and, um, and just being so loving in the process. I really appreciate it. Thank you. We celebrate you, Rena. Valentin, and we thank the Citizens Committee for New York City for recognizing you and recognizing all the great New Yorkers for New York. Uh, and you know, know that uh, BronxNet is your multimedia network and partner. You can follow me at Rena Valentin, at La Reina del Barrio, Inc., and at Colors of Rena. BronxNet, su voz, su opinión, su visión. Your voice, your views, your vision is at BronxNet TV. And I'm at Bronx Strong on Instagram. Ya tu sabe. Keep Bronx and all cities strong. Para siempre. The New Yorkers for New York campaign was founded by citizens during COVID to help raise funds this year in order to continue to make microgrants possible for the New York community. Our goal is to raise $1.5 million this year through our virtual New Yorkers for New York fundraising campaign so that we can help New Yorkers get back on their feet. Go to www.citizensnyc.org slash New Yorkers to get full access to our new website and to find out how you can donate.